Things happen to people differently and it's okay, it's okay. Hashtag facts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sharing our stories, our experiences. We are able to air our views. Mm-hmm. And we are not uh, editing anything. We really want to speak to, to the girls. To the girls. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chinyambuyu Podcast. I do hope that at this point you've subscribed, you're liking our episodes, you're sharing them on your social media platforms. The session today is we're going to talk about something that is really serious uh, for us young women. And we've seen in the news or we know incidences that have been happening around us and it's safety in public transport. Safety for young women in transit. We know up taxis, we know that there's been issues with that, we know that matatus, young women have been complaining that matatus are not a safe space for them anymore. So today I have a guest from Flown Initiative to tackle this conversation and to shed light on the challenges that young women face and maybe co-create solutions on how we can make transit safer for young women, either using matatu or taxis. Karibu! Thank you! <laughs> uh, I'll be your host for this uh, session. My name is Warindi, our host. Our guest. <laughs> My name is Lucy Kihonge and um, gender and social inclusion practitioner, currently serving as the program officer at Flown Initiative. So happy to be here. So Lucy, please tell us more about Flown Initiative. It sounds like it's very interesting. Tell us about the work you do, who you program for and how you do that. Okay. Uh, Flown Initiative is a women-led organization based in Nairobi, Kenya. We have over nine years of working experience advocating for safe, inclusive public uh, transport system for women, girls and vulnerable groups. So we do this through partnerships and also collaborating with practitioners. Uh, we have policymakers and also women in transport professionals and persons with disabilities. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's all about Flon. Thank you. Tell us, what is your favorite means of transport and why? Oh, definitely uh, public transport and in specific uh, buses. Mm-hmm. Because I feel using a public transport is a way of connecting with people. Mm. And as opposed to when you're using a private car, you sometimes I feel it's more isolating. Yeah. So using public transport for me, I connect with more people. And sometimes I normally say it's through maybe uh, using the buses from Adatu that I get to know how the country is running, what's happening out there. So for me, that's the main reason. And also the affordability. Mm, true, true, true. And um, lastly, the convenience. You'll get them anywhere here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically local flights. I love how far you can, uh, how fast you can come from Nairobi to Kisumu, Nairobi mm, to Mombasa. Yeah. Yeah. So mine is definitely air. And also love that you can meet literally different types of people, interesting people. That means if you're Kamani Boako, they are willing to have a conversation. can be a very nice way to connect. By connect with you, Mimi, coming to the office, Natumianga Matatus in the morning. And I like their convenience. Like, Unajua, at 7 a.m., I can find one. At 8 a.m., I can find one. When you're going home from work, you know that at 5 p.m., you can find one. At whatever time, you can find one. But that doesn't, uh, being that Matatu is the most common way of traveling, uh, daily travel. Easy in Dogondogo, work to home, home to work, and school to work. I mean, you know, wherever people are going or to, to, or to the mall or something. I'm sure you've seen complaints or incidences that have occurred. So that takes me to me sharing my personal experience using both Matatu and App Taxis. I was using one in the morning. I don't remember where I was going, but I know that I was supposed to be there at 8. 
So I requested one and I remember at the time there was an a strike for those guys who use app taxis the oh, drivers yeah. were striking in town and then when I got into one the first thing he asked me is what's the fare do you have a discount and I was mm. like ah inayo kidogo nikuwa kali so I told him yes I have a discount and then I realized vile ako so cold and very aggressive nikamwambia ni Sami I'll just pay you the full amount it's okay but when we were going to to town the whole way He was telling me how the taxi drivers were planning on creating a bad name for the app itself so they can bring it down and they were going to do that by harming women because now when you hang women there's a lot of uproar on Twitter or on Instagram or whatever platform that people like, like to speak from so he was telling me that uh, there was a woman who she was raped and killed and then when people are trying to report the case they realize that the car that she requested was the car that came so there's that issue as well So according to people the security features are not tight you can yeah. request a car that and then another person can come and get you and if an incident happens there's no way of tracking and saying you you driver or or something like that so this driver was just imagine from <laughs> wherever i live to town which is far off this person just kept telling us how or telling me how they were going to like the incidents that happened and that that week there were several women who were going to be attacked just to make a statement to their the platform that they were using just to make a statement that oh nini nini and then he advised me to use safer options which is more expensive so the whole ride ride to wherever I was going I was shivering because I was even worried maybe he'd take a, a wrong turn because he was even like ah even if you say that oh you will share the trip with your friend the friend is just going to say that this guy is stopia place fulani how are they going to get you from there true there's no way if they decide to to kidnap you or do anything to you there's no way of tracking what exactly happened true, and true, the driver can really get away with whatever happened because the regulation for apnees is very ikochini sana true and actually i can attest to that because there was a time I was ordering service from one of the taxis okay. online taxis and then and they were supposed to pick us from the office. I don't know whether it's the Harinas <laughs> women or Kenyans or whoever we are but uh, apparently there there was someone else who had ordered a cab so we boarded the wrong cab and we proceeded. Oh god. So again I felt like the driver and also us we didn't take the due diligence mm. to check is the driver the same is the name like matching the the <laughs> the appearance and also the number plate so we had to like we drove for around 5 kilometers and then we had to come back wow to the right car because it was a corporate one so you can imagine yeah so and yeah. again some uh, I had another experience where I requested for a boda boda and then the guy kept complaining you know there is traffic can you add some more money mm. and then along the way they diverged from the route that they were supposed to follow because they were supposed to deliver yeah. something mm-hmm. and then they took another direction took so long to deliver the item that i was sending them and then eventually the amount was had doubled and at some point i felt like maybe <laughs> they ended up maybe picking someone else dropping yeah. them somewhere yes still on my ride and my could, money could be So I felt like it's unfair and sometimes these platforms they need to regulate their people. I agree. Yeah. I, I think I, I have another one where a similar one for the driver taking the wrong route on purpose to spike your fare. Yeah. I was coming from a particular place or particular place, and there was a, a specific route that I liked using. So I was like let maybe let's use this route. And then he said no 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 maybe we should use this other route. So I was like okay fine I'm not arguing with you you're the driver. So when you are using that other route 
we went and then we found that the route had been blocked and it seemed like it'd been blocked for months so for me and then when we were going when we reached wherever I was going the fare had doubled so I gathered that maybe that was a plan entirely mm. to double the fare because there's nothing I can do if both says it's 3k and I thought it was going to be 1500 mm. and then there's this thing of they lock you in the car till you pay so oh yeah no. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so they, they'll just unlock it once you you you've paid them their money and that can be very dangerous especially if you're living in isolated areas true true yeah yes and actually there's another thing uh ne- them negotiating mm. for you to add more money you have mentioned yeah. that uh, the platform may be showing that you're supposed to pay 200 shillings mm. and they're like pay us 300 yeah you know this place is so far you saw the traffic you you saw, you saw the struggles that i went through please add something more so i really don't like that if the platform says it's 200 it's 200 please yeah let it be 200 on to another thing i wanted to find out is what are the most common forms of gender based violence in public transport that's so broad yeah and actually so broad so they, they manifest in different ways we have physical where and actually most of their victims and survivors are girls and women and also persons with disabilities So there's physical violence where people or matatu crew can touch you in a way that you don't feel yeah. comfortable. Yes, especially when you're getting into yeah. the matatu, they pretend that they are they're helping you get in but they are literally Yeah, and actually for them that's sort of customer service. But you see how you interpret it you as a commuter it's different. So the way customer service is perceived in public transport <laughs> it's different from how commuters yes, perceive it and then there is the issue of uh, passenger to passenger harassment uh, where mm. there's groping and manspreading and all that there's also the issue of sexual harassment what's manspreading like when you are sitting and then you occupy someone's personal space and yeah. you're sort of like <laughs> satisfying yourself quote and quote in, yes. in a way and then we have others like verbal that's so common a verbal is common especially because of fear yeah And in Kenya mostly the conductors are known for their language. True. And uh, one of the person uh, that we work closely used to say once you are a makanga uh, out here even in your house you transfer the same behavior to oh. your house. So it doesn't only affect people using public transport but also goes to to the household and also other community. And uh, we also have other issues to do with economic exploitation where maybe they tell you it's 20 shillings and then you bother about it, it start raining, they spike the fare to 300. When you're inside. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do. And sometimes people don't speak. So I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't speak. Let me just be honest. You, why wouldn't, wouldn't you speak? I don't like that confrontation in front of other people. And I think that's maybe what they, they use as, maybe if I add her fare or maybe if I insult her, I'll respond because I'm, really, I'm usually really afraid of, of being in a confrontation in public. Creating a scene. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's another one that cuts across. Mm-hmm. That's psychological. Where if, for example, you've been sexually harassed or you've been verbally assaulted, then using public transport generally will drain you mentally, psychologically. True. So that's something that normally happens each and every time. Yeah. And on to that, there are so many incidences. Like I've seen many videos or many people complain The reporting is not done. Why do you think we don't report sexual harassment, catcalling? People will grab your arms and kwake kwa gari, man spreading. Yeah. Why do you think that people don't report? People don't report because uh, first we've normalized it. True. Like 
when you're touched you see it as normal so why why would you want to escalate it and then number two I've just mentioned the most most of the survivors are women and as you know the public transport is male dominated so the women actually do not have a voice and when you don't have like support system then reporting becomes uh, quite challenging and then we also have can I call it broken uh is it called broken legal structure yes where even if you report it's going to take so long sometimes it's very expensive for you to get justice sometimes even you presenting that evidence is a problem mm-hmm. how the investigation is done and again based on the informality in the sector if you report conduct applying route A today and then tomorrow you're going to check and they are not there they are not in a formal contract then tracing them becomes a problem so sometimes people just choose to ignore and shut up and just continue with life and it's very bad because the more you know something the more it grows into something that's uncontrollable because you have people who now they can't use matatus they just prefer to get the expense for uber they'd rather use uber than yeah even if it's expensive than use yeah. matatus because of the of the challenges there true i agree i agree with you i've been in a matatu where the conductor was insulting a woman and no one was coming into her defense yeah we have this tendency of when something bad is happening we are always like on our phones recording or we are quiet why do you think people are so removed from helping people or people are so removed from solving problems or we've become this generation of let me record it and share it instead of let me help this person let's let's solve this let me speak up for this person why do you think we've become a community of bystanders I think people lack empathy mm. because they think it cannot happen to them or their loved ones. And uh number 2 again is the long time that it takes for someone to get justice. Maybe you decide to help today and then you are not sure if the 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 process will be compromised along the way mm. and you're like, "Oh, let me just record it, just keep evidence and then the mass will take action." For example, if I record and share online, I know Twitter approa, Facebook approa that will bring more Uh, like more response compared to when I decide to go on myself and then I'm told can you provide evidence that yeah. this man was touching this woman so and again you see the designs of the vehicle sometimes they don't have CCTVs so sometimes you providing that evidence mm, can be a good thing yeah i understand from that perspective then because for me I, i was seeing it as a as a as a thing of people are very what's what's it called individualistic but thank you for pointing out the point of maybe they want to to have a national dialogue but for me it just seems so individualistic where you wouldn't be bothered to assist someone you get like because of the society we become very individualistic yeah and going back this this might this can't happen to me and especially men I'm yeah. a man but, yeah so and something people are forgetting something they are i don't know whether that's the reason why they are shying off from the conversation and especially men it's they think sexual harassment can only be inflicted mm-hmm. against women but i think it's high time now we shift the conversation and also start airing stories of men and how they can become part and parcel yes. of the conversation so it can come a, not a women's issue but a, this can happen to anyone yeah now getting into the cabs that you order online We know that's where most of the issues are coming from. I don't know if you remember there's um there's an incident I think two years ago where there were three three the a cab driver was, was taking three girls I think to a party or somewhere. And then it ended up being so violent that there was even knives involved and you remember that incident? Mm-hmm. So, do you think 
these apps are really really have measures to protect people. I'm a digital money making scheme. Considering that they're so far away and people are just doing it sort of freelance and they just pay the company a, a commission. Do you think they have any measures to protect people that people are ignorant or do they think they don't have any measures? I think they don't because number one, I remember that incident and actually most people reported and complained but the apps were so defensive of their drivers. And then uh, number two, there are these apps that have opted for women cabs, like female drivers. So again, uh, I, I feel like this is exposing women more because if a perpetrator um, oh God, orders a women only yeah God. and uh, based on their societal norms beliefs and all that women are weaker beings so this is an easy target so i feel that's not a lasting solution it's not we are actually some sort of quote unquote exposing them more yes and also there's something that's called pink tax anything that's for women is expensive so you'll exactly. even find that the women you know you're trying to create Maybe the thinking is let's let's have a women only option for women to feel safer but you're charging a premium on that so you're making it even more expensive for people to afford that. Yeah and actually you're paying for your safety you are you're paying, paying for safety, to yeah. become more safer so I feel that's not sustainable and then uh, there's another issue of vetting the drivers like after they I know there's one specific app where after joining mm-hmm. you don't go through any other vetting even if your car is faulty even if you have a thousand Uh, negative comments they don't penalize you mm. and lastly um and also these are called to action to these platforms yes. if someone has over 100,000 rides and then they have a star of 2 why Please. not show the public the kind of comments that you receive to rate this to give this person a 2 not so, a 5 Right. So if you keep hiding this comment, then we'll never know the kind of a person that we are ordering. Because right most from. people are repeat. People, most people are repeat, are repeat offenders. Like yeah, maybe to the extent that you know they've been led to to get away with it for so long that they think it's a normal thing. Yeah. So so I feel that these comments in the in the uh, platform they should be made public so that we can see. Let me ask. What kind of actions can we take against these drivers that are perpetrators of this violence? You've said the first one is to the app to show what kind of feedback they receive. But what do you think can be done to sort of to take action, you know, when something has happened? So I I think sometimes people are perpetrators because they're ignorant about it mm-hmm. because sometimes you could board uh, a cab and then the driver start giving you stories they don't know whether they're interested in such conversations. So I think part of the onboarding process should be training on sexual and gender based violence. I agree. And also if someone we are not saying that uh, harassment can only occur inside these vehicles. Mm. Suppose you drop someone and then they are assaulted, how do they become active bystanders? How do they respond if they 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 have someone who is going who maybe have been assaulted and they are carrying them in their vehicle what should they do what kind of a conversation should they engage in again invest in their customer service training and all that so that we change their conversation from the top before you join the sector you know the law you know what is up you are supposed to do such that when you get here you're not acting out of ignorance i agree actually yeah. agree do you think for people who have for people who are victims of gbv in public transport maybe cabs or even matatus mm-hmm. what are the options for reporting uh, first of all um, let's say in a matatu i think it's high time we start off with being active by standards not sticking to our phones and recording yeah. videos when someone is clearly suffering yeah first of all we need to speak out 
call on that perpetrator like you are not doing the right thing and please stop and then if someone is alone there are different uh, mechanisms that they could uh, employ first of all you could choose to delay the process like if someone is attacking you just try to start another conversation and just distract them and also you could also call for help and uh, lastly there are these hotlines that are there and also online apps like for flown initiative they have we do have uh reported stop it app where you could report these incidences and then they escalated but again um this again a call to action to um the law enforcers and especially those regulating the public transport sector like the ntsa they need to have a hotline if to jam assaulted where do i report is it all about you taking money from the drivers in the name of regulations what kind of regulations walking on the highways and you don't care about whether people are safe on those highways or yeah. not yeah and then also um we are not saying that darkness uh, makes <laughs> it's a it's a source of harassment but mm-hmm. anyway like street lighting and all that how do we design our cities and all that that will come in so handy but again it's a personal responsibility just be an, yeah just take be an active bystander in whichever space that you are in and now taking the the view of the public as a whole you've shared maybe what ntsa the regu- regulatory means of making transportation safer for for women what would be your ideas to us as a public i know you've mentioned being active bystanders i do think that's the one thing that could could change because i think positive anger when you channel it towards a specific thing you can really really solve it but what other ways can us as a public create for ourselves because i mean we are the ones who use public transport a safer a safer environment when we are traveling for us i think we should start the conversation as early as possible for example with kids do they know what is sexual harassment in public mm-hmm. transport so if we could start a conversation at that point i think that will be helpful such that because people sometimes you are assaulted and you don't know that this is harassment yes you've been people are so used to assaults nowadays that they don't even like report you just get angry at laughinaisha yeah so i think we should invest in that and also behavior and mindset change as a people in general and also um if we could have the public transport operators also trained on the same like change your behavior change how you perceive women change how you see women and also uh, it's a call to action to women to take up opportunities in the transport sector such that they can have a voice because if you're not on the table be rest assured yeah. your, your issues will not be addressed and no one will discuss them so again um also taking the transport public transport job is um like a job like any other yeah. it's not like a stepping stone to greener pastures mm. so if we could embrace it and sanitize the sector we as commuters as operators then that will be a long term solution i thank you very much lucy for your insights and also for sharing your your experience even from your organization on on safeguarding public transport for girls and young women i do hope that your calls to action do reach <laughs> the the people who program NTSA for example has been mentioned to create a, a hotline as a public we've been urged to stop being active by standards and let's all work together towards creating a safer public transportation because we all move we all travel some travel daily and it's not fair for some people when they're traveling doing their you know usual kusonga uh, from here to there that they get hurt or they die you know so let's create a sustainable a safer public transport Thank you. Thank you. 
the views that have been shared here are expressly our own views and they do not reflect the views of Akili Dada or any other affiliate organizations. <laughs>